What's up, y'all? I am Marcus, and this podcast is dedicated to explaining a predatory business practice in the video game industry that often targets children, and I want to offer some solutions for dealing with it as well. I'm going to do my best to explain this issue in a way that people who aren't avid gamers can understand, because I really feel like this uh, deserves more attention outside of the games industry at this point. This is really becoming a societal issue. I'm talking about loot boxes, also known as gacha. It's a form of gambling that is becoming commonplace in video games and in particular mobile games. So video games that can be played on a phone or tablets when I'm talking about when I say mobile. Uh, although these days, some of the most popular PC games also have loot boxes or gacha. And most of these games target minors. But before we start talking about loot boxes and gacha, let's step it back to how things used to work in the game industry. All right. Games came on manufactured circuit boards, cartridges, and later discs, and you paid the full price of the game up front and you got the entire game in exchange. Later on, the concept of expansions was introduced, so you'd pay for the base game and then the company would also make more content for it that you could also pay for and enjoy. It's pretty simple. If the game was successful, then they might make more content added on. You buy it, you get it. It would usually come on a disc. The advent of the internet changed things up in the games industry, as it did with most things in our lives, of course. Uh, DLC became a standard business practice. DLC stands for downloadable content. In other words, you buy the game up front, and then later you can pay money to download additional stuff as well. And things started getting a bit dicey here as companies quickly discovered that they could deliver smaller amounts of content but still charge a premium price. And one of the most popular and profitable forms of DLC is something called a skin. Basically, a skin is a different costume for your character. They don't cost much to produce and are very popular with players, especially in competitive games. It's simple and makes money for the companies. Players pay a few dollars and get a costume for their character. We're glossing over a lot here, but this takes us up to present day where some companies have decided that this isn't good enough. This isn't a big enough return. So they use systems to hide the real prices of the skins and other items that players want to buy. This is how it works. You pay money to buy a loot box. Inside the loot box is an item. It has a chance of having the item that you want, but it is not guaranteed to be what you wanted. You will get something, but you don't know if you're going to get what you want. So instead of paying, say, $5 for a costume that you wanted, you pay $5 for a chance at the costume you want. You are betting money on an uncertain outcome. It is literally gambling. Uh, the return isn't money, though, but it's digital items in-game. It's something that has value to the player, the person who's buying it, but no value in a secondary market. Well, asterisk. As you can probably imagine, it's a lot more expensive to try to buy something that you want in a loot box system rather than just directly purchasing it. But the real problem is that the cost is hidden from you, or I should say from the person who is playing, which, once again... This, we're often talking about kids, children. Currently, under US law, game companies don't have to disclose the odds of getting any specific item. Notably, China has already stepped ahead of the US in handling this issue. They have put regulations in place requiring that odds be disclosed and that public records be kept of what players are actually getting so that audits are possible. 
in Japan, the online gaming industry is scrambling to self-regulate to avoid government intervention by instituting such rules as a maximum pay limit of around $500 per player. Yes, around $500. They've actually had cases where players have spent thousands of dollars in a single evening attempting to get an item. And incidentally, uh, the Japanese industry is, that's where the loot box, the loot box system was pioneered in the first place. Uh, it's called gotcha in Japan. Gotcha is an onomatopoeia, so a sound word, uh, for the sound of turning a crank on a toy vending machine to put your money in. And it works the same way as a loot box. You pay for a chance at getting something you want. So there are loot boxes, the loot box system is often called the gotcha system. The whole point of all of this is that companies use loot boxes to disguise the real costs of items because they found that people will spend a lot more than they would if they could just buy the thing outright. They're able to do that by intentionally hiding information from the consumer. You don't know that your odds of getting whatever you want are like 1 in 5,000, so you pay the $5 and take a shot. Or two, you know, whatever. If you try 10 times over the course of playing the game, you've already essentially doubled the amount you paid. Many games go even further to disguise the real cost of things by introducing a fake currency. Let's call them game coins. So instead of buying the loot box or item that you want directly, you instead spend money for game coins and then buy the items that you want using the game coins. You can also typically earn game coins in the game as well, but at a very slow rate. And this is all an elaborate setup to prevent you from associating the costs of the in-game items that you want with your real money. And honestly, at the end of the day, this wouldn't be a big deal to most people, but these companies are actively targeting kids with this stuff. And it's worse than, for example, a casino, because it's with the kids all the time. It's, it's a slot machine on a phone. There are prizes that are valuable to the player, but not worth real money in any sort of secondary market. Once again, asterisk, because there are secondary markets where people can sell the things. But it's a predatory practice. There are two common arguments that I hear against any governmental action on loot boxes. Uh, the first is that regulation is bad. Just like on a principle, principle standpoint, regulation is bad. And that it is people's own fault if they get taken by a greedy corporation. And honestly, if a lot of the games weren't aimed at kids, this would hold a lot more weight with me. But beyond that, gambling is already pretty heavily regulated in the U.S. Like sweepstakes and lotteries have to disclose their odds. Requiring game publishers to do the same thing just puts things in lines with laws that are currently on the books. And we're not talking about controversial laws either. Like you don't hear too many people going, golly gee, I wish I didn't know the odds of winning this here lottery. I'd rather buy my tickets in ignorant bliss. Uh, I just don't really hear a lot of that. The second argument I hear against government regulation of this predatory practice, I'll say it again, it is a predatory practice, uh, is that the companies need the money to make their games. And you know what? That's bullshit. <laughs> there are plenty of financially successful games that don't use loot boxes, that don't use the gotcha system. And, and this is obviously my personal opinion, but Lord have mercy, dude. If you can't make a game financially viable without hiding the price and trying to trick people into giving you more money, don't make the damn game in the first place. So I have two simple proposals for regulation of loot box systems in games. First, odds must be disclosed for any item that can be gained through the use of real money. If you can buy a chance at it, the consumer should know how high, or how low, rather, the chance is. 
The disclosure should be prominent in-game. This is basic information and it should be the consumer's right to know. Second, there should be no intermediary currency for items that can be bought with real money. If you can buy it with cash, the price should be given in dollars and cents, period. No hiding the prices. Once again, this is basic information. It should be the consumer's right to know. And they should have the right to know easily without any digging around. Uh, For me personally, I think any game with this sort of system should be given an adults-only rating by the ESRB. But really, just giving basic odds disclosure should help to curb the issue to some extent. I mean, if I'm blunt, I personally think the practice should be outlawed. It doesn't make better games, and it specifically targets people who are vulnerable, whether due to youth or mental state or whatever. But for today, I just want to raise awareness of the problem and push for legislation that is in line with the laws that we already have on the books regarding games of chance. This isn't even a call for extreme action, just a call for transparency for consumers. Right now, we're living in a world where companies like Activision Blizzard are patenting methods to use matchmaking to push microtransaction DLC onto players. And for me, as an avid gamer and a student of game design as a discipline, it's pretty disgusting. Constant and pervasive predatory monetization is not good for games as a medium of expression, period. It's not good for the games. It's not good for the gamers. It's just good for the executive bonuses. And one final note. If simply telling people what the odds of getting what they actually want are would sink this business model, isn't that pretty telling in the first place? There's a link below that you can click on to a petition if you feel, as I do, that these companies should have to disclose the odds for acquiring these items in-game with real money. uh, Please sign it. That's all. And if you have other ideas of how this problem ought to be tackled, please let me know in the comments. And I'm sure there will be plenty of people saying that uh, there should be no regulation and nothing needs to be done. And you know what? It's it's fair for you to believe that or think that way. Like, uh, I don't personally agree, but, you know, I get it. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys.